if there's one thing you should know, mm -hmm. is expect absolutely nothing from me. Don't expect shit in life. Not a single thing. Bitch. Um, but what you can expect is this podcast. I'm J. Diane. My name is Leslie. <laughs> and we're the hosts of Homeland Training, where we provide shortish episodes that focus on introspective combos with two queer Latinx millennials. And today we're back on our thought shit. Yeah, we are. Talking about something very... Unexpected. Also, what to expect when you're not expecting. Today, I'm going to be vulnerable. Yeah. She's the year, she's vulnerable. The year of vulnerability because if there's something Brene Brown taught us is to be vulnerable is to be worth it. I have listened to her podcast and the reason that she's so cool is because she has a social worker background. Mm. And she's um, academic now, a, a researcher, and just researching trauma and vulnerability. And anyway, so something that she's taught everybody is vulnerability. And we have decided to be vulnerable with this thoughtful fucking moment because the idea of expectations is an idea that um, will disappoint you. They're necessary, but they also need to be rational. So, like, expectations for you, like, what are they? Like, what do they look like to you? The one expectations that I used to have, I remember vividly, is when you expect people to read that you're in a bad mood because of the way that you're answering or the mm. way that you're acting. Mm -hmm. That was more, like, jokes on me. Uh -huh. Like, boo-boo the fool. <laughs> like, I look dumb. And obviously, good expectations are, like, respect. Don't, I don't know, don't just... You can disrespect me a little bit, honestly. You can slap me around. Love me. I don't know. I mean, normal. Well, I guess there is no normal. Yeah. Does that answer your question or was I a little too big? No, I think that gives us an idea of like how you view expectations in terms of just like there's bad ones, like unrealistic ones, which is the read my fucking tone, bitch, mm -hmm. which how can anyone know unless mm -hmm. they really, really, really know you or you've communicated if I get quiet, I'm mad and yeah. you should fucking do something about it. Versus having the idea of like, my expectation is that if I treat you with respect, I'm to be treated with respect. That's like a realistic, someone say even common sense expectation. Some would say. But even, but even that, even that, like some people don't see that as an expectation. That's like, oh, that's your choice. If you want to be nice, you want to be nice. But if I'm going to be mean, I'm going to be mean. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Which I think that just goes to show the different realities that people live in, the way that people were raised, how they experience life and how they view life. And so for me, I view expectations sometimes as borderline a little bit accountability. Because I don't want to mix I don't want to mix those two words because they're very different, but in a sense, mm -hmm. accountability that my expectation is is that if I stated my boundaries and I stated like X, Y, and Z, now you're gonna have to be accountable for respecting that. And my expectation is that you will. Mm -hmm. Because I just had a conversation. And if you don't, then now I'm disappointed. Mm -hmm. And now I'm gonna say, like, okay, so fuck this fuck a boundary fuck an expectation fuck the accountability fuck fuck what, what are we doing you know i think it's important to have expectations that do align with the way that you want to lead your life but in a very realistic way so my expectation is that like you as my friend will show the same level of respect mm -hmm. you know even though we're two different people mm-hmm Right. And so I think it's good to have them in a way. And then in another way, I feel like there's very unrealistic ones. Yeah. And we're going to specifically be focusing on like our relationships with friends and things like that. But like a lot of things that I've seen online are people just talking about that you really shouldn't expect your friends to do anything. I mean, your friends because you enjoy each other's company. But where is that line of like accepting people for who they are? 
but then also having your own set of like, this is what I need if you're going to be my best friend. It just gets so difficult. It really, really does. Because I have heard that same rhetoric, accept people for who they are. But like, I'm not trying to change you by telling you that I need you to respect me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not saying like, you I need, agree. what? Yeah, I agree. What I'm telling you is that I don't like when you do this. Mm-hmm. And that as someone that values you, supports you and loves you, and is choosing to be in this friendship, I'm telling you now that I need you to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you to do this with everybody. I'm telling you that this is what I need and I'm asking, and it's not even telling. And so I'm like, I'm asking you yeah. and I'm presenting this to you and let me know how you feel. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I don't really try to change people anymore because what do we know? You can't fix people. You can't change no. people, you know? It's more, sh- you know, bringing up things to the forefront ideas Mm -hmm. conversations that matter to you Mm -hmm. you know and bringing them up to a friendship because a friendship is a two-way street and you should be able to speak up on something and then receive you know their their feedback yeah come up to a like a happy middle of like oh i'm not saying you fucking need you to text me 24 7 but as my friend and my love style my attachment style whatever is like i need you to Check in on me. Yeah. Because there's some friends that are like, oh, no, we only text when we're supposed to meet up. It's like, that's fine. Yeah. That works for some, mm-hmm. you know? And it, these are all just hypotheticals. But, you know, I've seen that too. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I don't think I've ever tried to change any of my friends. Yeah. If anything, I've just, like, brought up things that, like, I'm like, I didn't like that. Or, like, I don't know, dude. It made me feel like this. I, mm-hmm. I wonder why they take it as, like, you trying to change them. Because I've had that experience when I explained to friends, like, hey, I would – like, if you could do this, it's like, but that's not who I am. Or or I feel like I'm never doing anything right. Or you're always saying something that I'm doing isn't right. And it's like, am I always doing that? Or is it just like when we have the time to talk about something serious, I bring it up because, of course, we're not going to bring it up while we're drinking at the bar. Mm-hmm. Like, when else am I going to bring up like, hey, this kind of bothers me? You know what I mean? Because I feel mm-hmm. like so many people take it as an attack. They don't take it as like, I'm just letting you know, like, this is like my needs, not like... I think you're a shit person and everything you're doing is terrible. Mm-hmm. And I need, because that's how they hear it. Mm-hmm. They hear you saying like, I need you to be there for me more as, as like, you're not doing enough. You're actually shit. Yeah. I do <clears throat> feel like sometimes if you don't have a constant flow of communication with a friend or family member, anyone that you're having a conversation with when you're bringing up something it is taken like negatively because it, it, you do view it as an attack to your person. Mm-hmm. And of course, like you're not going to think you're a shit person. So if someone's going to say like this and that, you're going to have like selective hearing or you're just going to see it from like a very micro perspective. That's going to that then is going to turn into like this one thing is speaking on my character and that's not how I am. Or, mm-hmm. you know, just this one, like X, Y, and Z, you just take it and it consumes you. Mm-hmm. I feel we're very reactive. We are very reactive human beings. And so if someone like was to tell me like, Leslie, like you just didn't listen at all. I would immediately do it. I think my thought process would be like, you're saying I'm not a good fucking listener. Yeah. That's what I, my fucking life mission is like, yeah. what? You're not a good, like, I I think I would not escalate, but some of that would trigger like, oh, I'm not a good listener. Mm -hmm. And it is something that I try, that I catch myself sometimes that I'm not. Mm -hmm. And it would, I would feel like it would be an attack. And I would, instead of saying like, oh, they're right. 
at this conversation, I wasn't listening. I did pick up my phone. Yeah, of course, that's disrespectful. Mm -hmm. I can see why people take certain constructive criticism, feedback, or just statements as an attack to their character. Because I too, et tu brute. And I think where the silver lining lays is being able to process that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be, I would be more intentional and more receptive if it definitely comes from someone that I love. Yeah. Like I would chill out a little bit and say like, oh, okay, all right, all right. This is a friend. This is my family. They don't need to say that I'm a shitty listener. Mm-hmm. Let me be open to what you have to say because I don't want any one of my friends that I love or family members to feel like I'm not genuinely listening. Because mm-hmm. that, that's shitty. You yeah. know, that's shitty. Like I don't want you to, I don't want you to feel like that. So tell me about it. <laughs> do you have something to say? Say it off, off camera. It's it. Let's go. In vivo. Let, uh, come on. Um, that's, I guess, my thought process with, yeah. with, with with that. Valid. But like the good expectations and like that, you know, where we're trying to find that silver lining. I think for me, lay in like what I show for my friends, what I show for my family, mm. which is like respect, mm-hmm. love, effort, interest, because that matters to me. Mm-hmm. It matters that if I'm taking the time, if I'm investing, I, you know, energy is literally like always flowing, you know, and like friends don't realize like sometimes you can be draining and vice versa. True. And <laughs> tell me about that, that if I'm really, really carving the space for you, I need that too. Yeah. Because why would I not need that? I'm human. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have feelings, mm-hmm. you know. And if I am investing and probing and and trying to be a part of your life and part of things that matter to you, me too. Now, let me play devil's avocado. No one needs an avocado and no one needs a devil. So what the fuck? You're saying like I need someone to invest as much as I'm investing? Who asked you to invest that much? No one. No one asked me, and this is why I'm very careful now. Okay. Because before I used to invest, 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 Mm. and so I would invest from an empty cup sometimes, Mm -hmm. because I was really trying to prove. I think at a point my worth, or I was trying to prove I'm a really cool person, Mm. and people that love me and that know me can vouch like she's nice. Like she's nice. She's not out here just being fucking bitchy all the time. You Mm. know. No one asked me to. Inherently, I believe that I'm a nice person. Inherently, I believe that I'm a genuine person with everyday interactions that I have with people. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm asking you, you know, every day, genuinely, like, how's your day? I want to know how your day is. If mm-hmm. I'm asking, like, how's your baseball fucking game? Uh-huh. Unlike you, who say, don't fucking ask me about my day. Okay. Dude, this is on air. No, no, since this is on air. I just, the reason why I say that is because every time I say, how's your day? You're like, oh, no, 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 no. And then you're like, uh, like, how's your day? I was like, oh, yeah, I did this, this, and this. And you're like, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. The way that you respond that you're kind of just like, you know how when someone says, how are you? I'm good. How are you? That's how I feel like it. By the way that you respond and by the way you make zero eye contact with me just literally shows me like, okay, she's just asking me because she's just like being polite. Uh-huh. Like, she, he asked me, so I guess that's why when I told you, you know, you don't have to ask me how I'm doing when I asked you. I was like, I'm genuinely asking you. Okay. But you don't have to just, like, as a reaction, be like, well, how are you? Mm-hmm. Because then I'll tell you this whole story. You don't look at me. You don't respond to it. And then I ask questions like, well, what did I say? 
Mm-hmm. Or you're like, that's interesting. I'm like, what's interesting about it? Mm-hmm. Like, but that was a conversation I was not planning on having. But no, that's why I said that was because mm-hmm. most of the time when I ask you how you're doing, I feel like it's so robotic that I'm like, girl, you know, I don't work. What'd mm-hmm. you do today? The same thing I do every day. Like, mm-hmm. But this is why sometimes I don't ask or this is why sometimes because I'm hearing what you're saying. Yeah. And I do know that it, it comes off robotic and it does not that it, it may it does. But this is why sometimes I don't ask you or I just say like, that sounds cool because you do a very is of things on like TikTok or you're looking up something, you're watching a show and then you w- you seem really excited about it. And then because I don't normally, you know, know about any of those things or whatever, that's why I say, oh, it sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Because then if I say anything else, I'm like, oh, what was that? You're like, there's been times where you're just like, oh, but you're not getting it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know, because this is like a very complex thing. Mm-hmm. Like all the times that you've talked to me about like skincare or like new <laughs> things and you're like, isn't this so fun? And you're so excited about it. And I'm like, that is very cool though. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm. I, I, I probably won't research it myself, but you give me all the details and I'm like, yeah. and then later it'll come up in conversation, remember, because I'll be like, oh, I remember you told me about that. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to like friends. I was like, oh, he was telling me that he saw this on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah, I with us, it can be a little bit different because with the after work conversations, it's like, you're right. You're not working. So things that I would like to ask you, I know you told me not to ask you. Mm-hmm. And so those are things that I'm like, oh, I wonder how he's feeling, mm-hmm. you know, or... I didn't see him in three days. And I'm like, that's what I would like to know, but I know you don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, so let me, I guess I need to show up differently Yeah, in your life. I mean, it's okay to ask like how you've been. I think like where the conversation kind of like is not, I don't like enjoying it is when it becomes like, well, have you done this? Have you tried this? You really need to get that checked out. Well, haven't you done this? I was like, I literally know. Why do you think I've been sleeping for three days? Because that's the only thing that's been constantly in my mind you know but like yeah that's like why it's been hard for me to like bring it up that's why like i just i'm like well i'm not gonna ask her how she's doing because i know she's just gonna say let's work Uh that's why when i was like this drama that you've been having when i say how's work that's what i'm asking for i'm asking for the tea girl i'm not asking for how many cases you did today bitch Mm-hmm. What you got Trader Joe? Well, I do care what you got Trader Joe's, but yeah. Usually, well, me. I mean, this this can kind of tie to expectations because my expectation of you from our conversations that we've had is that you'll tell me what you need. Mm. So if like you are in your room and you just come out and say like, "Hey," mm-hmm. and then you're just like, you know, getting something from that, I'm receiving like, "Oh, he does not really like want to talk." Yeah, and so that's why I just leave it as mm-hmm. is. If you're needing space, like I feel like you make that space for yourself and I try to take that hint. Mm-hmm. If you come and hang out like in the living room, I'm like, oh, okay, like maybe he's up to having a conversation and that's why maybe I'll say like random shit like, fucking, can you believe what I spent my money on? Yeah. Fucking today? Yeah. Um, To then allow you, hopefully, a space where you're like, oh, well today I, you know, da 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 Because then I'm like, oh, I can't ask him about it or like, oh, he's not going to talk about yeah. like how he's feeling or whatever. Yeah. You're open to ask me about anything. Uh-huh. I just don't need like the like solution based mm-hmm. thing that goes with it. Like if I'm telling you like I'm ha- like if I'm t- like Willow Pill telling you like all of these things, like mm-hmm. don't just laugh at me. Like obviously you're concerned, but like <laughs> don't be the complete opposite of like my mom where uh. she's like worried. Okay. You know what I mean? I need, like, that middle of, like, you know, encouragement okay. of, like, you're going to get there, 
but also not like another therapist. Like I like that's not why I'm coming to you, you know, because you know I deal with my problems on my own unless I like specifically say so what I want. But I mean, and then it's hard for me to say these to you because I'm like, damn, I have so many expectations of her that it's hard for me to like. That's why sometimes I just find ways to avoid that situation or. I just don't like it when people ask for my opinion and I start talking and they just don't listen. Like, that makes me so mad. Like, fucking Carly, like, <laughs> when they would just ask me something and then just start talking on their own, I was like, like, I wasn't literally in the middle of. And that just, and you know who else would do that? Your fucking little bitch friend. She would always, in the middle of me, you were talking to her, she would just start just talking to you. And you have no idea how angry she, that would make me. Yeah, she's really mad about that. And, like, it was just, like, insane and like that's why like i just don't like being ignored yeah and like when i ask when someone asks me i genuinely think oh maybe she is interested and then i start talking and there is no inflection anywhere to show interest that's where i'm just like oh well then fuck me then because mm-hmm. i could really just say like it, it reminds me of have you seen that clip of chloe and kim kardashian where she's like so jet lagged from australia you are why It just came back from Australia. <laughs> but Kim is literally like the whole time is just like. But that's. I mean. Is it bad? Still? Yeah. Really? Why haven't you told me? Because it's like it's already been mentioned. So it like I feel like I beat a dead horse. Like and I honestly don't want to be the only friend that is telling you all these things are wrong about you. Uh-huh. When all of your other friends don't say shit about it. Like, I don't also don't want to be that... Like, damn, he always got something to say. Like, I don't also want to be like that either. I thought I was better about it. And yeah, I, I think I, when I, someone's talking in the middle of a conversation, just taking your phone out and texting, that's, like, really rude. I think that's very rude. Okay. Because you're not... You're literally not listening. Like, as much as you want to pretend like you're listening, there's no way that you're reading someone's text, thinking in your brain how you're going to reply, and listening to everything that I'm saying. Like, there's just... Mm-hmm. There's no way. Unless you have four brains, like, there's no way. I mean, I do have two brains. But that's why when sometimes we'd be talking and I would, like, kind of be like, what? And you're like, okay, why did I hear that part? And I'm like, I know because you weren't paying attention. Like, that's what I, that's like uh-huh. more what I mean is that, like, when it comes to, like, your cell phone use, like, that's more where I'm like, there's no way. Because even, like, I do it to you because you do it to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay, well, if she's just going to do it to me, then I guess. Mm-hmm. I'll not pay attention. I'll get on my phone while she's talking too, and mm-hmm. and and like do all that stuff. But I think that's I don't know, I think that's rude. But mm-hmm. I'm petty, so I like to give yeah. the energy people are giving me. Yeah, yeah. In the same way, but I do expect you to multitask. So if you're on your phone, you're definitely listening. I mean, to some extent, but it's like it's very reduced. Uh-huh. It's not like listening to ev- like the nuance of what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. Like if you tell me about your day about someone being shady at work. If I'm on my phone, I'll understand that you had an interaction with someone who was shady, but I won't catch why it was shady mm-hmm. and your feelings about it before and after. I mm-hmm. just caught, like, damn, dude, that's crazy. You know what I mean? When people reply with that, like, <laughs> like, like, wow, yeah. really? Like, yeah. I'm like, I do that. So I know, I know, I know the game. <laughs> I know how to half listen. Like, happens to me all the time. Yeah. No, but I, I can multitask, dude. Like, it, at, at my last job, dude, it was so annoying. I'd be having a conversation with one, and someone else would be literally having a conversation with me while two people were talking at the same time. This would happen every single time at these events. Mm-hmm. And I just had to learn how to literally listen to two people at the same time. 
<laughs> but that's a little tangent of that. But that's just I more. But I don't want to like feel like I'm telling you like all of these things because like I know genuinely you don't ask if you don't care. I get that. Yeah. But also they're my feelings of like just people always asking me but not caring. And it's just like don't ask me then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess for us that. We had some expectations with each other. Now we're not met. But also not communicated. Yeah, not communicated, not being met, half met. And this is why it's important to have these conversations. Mm-hmm. And this is why, you know, sometimes it can lead to disappointment or resentment or just like being petty afterwards or all everything that comes when you want to have an action tied to, to your expectation not being met or whatever. All right, bichachos. So we've talked about expectations our experience with them, why we think you should have them, why you shouldn't. I guess negative ones, unrealistic ones, you could say, and the realistic ones. And then, you know, we even gave an in vivo little experience for you guys with us about some expectations that we've had with each other that were unmet but not communicated. And so to tie it with a bow to transition is that whether you accept it or not, you know, by having expectations, there is disappointment. Or even how I mentioned resentment or pettiness afterwards. And so now we're going to talk about how we work with this. How we work with the disappointment. And what does this mean then? Yeah. What does it mean having this expectation and disappointment? Well, what now? You know, how did we go forward? And we're going to get into that right after this commercial. Isn't it ironic how expectation rhymes with disappointment? It's super ironic. <laughs> super. I would have never thunk it. Never thunk it. So how do we deal with that? Because we talked about our own... We worked through it, right? We had mm-hmm. our little discussion. We talked about it. But it's not the end of it. Mm-hmm. There's going to be other things in the future that might happen where our expectations will change. Which, I mean, we can change our mind whenever we want. Because mm-hmm. we're grown. Mm-hmm. But how do we deal with... seems like it's always going to be this permanent disappointment of people not meeting your expectations. Yes. So what do we do now? I feel like there's no way to not feel some type of way if you hold your expectations to maybe like a high. Mm-hmm. Like if you really put a lot of value on your expectations. And so for me lately what it's looked like is really breaking down like what is this expectation for you, Leslie? Is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Is it that important to you? Yeah. And now this feeling of disappointment. Why are you disappointed? Yeah. Like where does it hurt? Mm-hmm. Is it a lot? Is it a little? Is it sexual? Yeah. And really like not being so reactive, but like really understanding my feelings. Because I feel like sometimes feelings come and go, but sometimes the disappointing can be uncalled for. It's an extra emotion that's just like, well, why are you disappointed, bitch? It wasn't that deep. Exactly. And so it's it, it, it's kind of like you deciding what that looks like for you. Mm-hmm. That's lately how I've been working with it, is that I've been realizing certain expectations that I have, why they're meaningful for me, and why, if they're not met, why I'll be upset, and what I plan to do with that disappointment. And it be more action-based of, I'm going to address it. Like, I think before, maybe I would just shut down and not say anything, and that's how resentment builds. And that's how even your expectation, even next time it's not met, it's like double whammy with disappointment. You know, you're just triggered and traumatized and all of this, and you're just like... 
everyone fucking sucks. Yeah. Versus just like breaking it down for what it what it is in in that situation with that person or that circumstance. I'm really really now at a point where I'm like I am going to address this mm-hmm. because this expectation for me is meaningful. Yeah. And it's an expectation that I have actually for a lot of people in my life that are important, which are significant friendships. Mm-hmm. That I feel like if Jay or Hello, Anna, another one of my really good friends, didn't meet this expectation, I'd be disappointed. I'd feel the same. Yeah. So it's not a singular, like, friendship or, or, or person that I'm just like, I'm. this is just for you. Uh-huh. It's across the board for yeah. very meaningful friendships and especially, like, family that I hold dear and close that if they don't meet this because it's valuable to me, I am going to be upset. Yeah, and you're in a different position where you used to be the supporter, the girl who everyone came to for advice, help. Mm-hmm. And now that you're in like a completely different city, you're by yourself, mm-hmm. you know, you're like asking for help. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like, all right, bitches. <laughs> Time to pay up, bitch. Pay up now. And yeah, yeah I'm, I'm asking for reciprocation. I'm asking for effort. And if there's something I've mentioned through and through in this podcast is that for me, effort is meaningful. Mm-hmm. It's, I think, the difference between burning a bridge for me or like, like accepting something versus not. And it li- lays in the effort for me. Mm-hmm. If someone is showing me effort that they, they're trying, how could I not try to give you a second chance? How can I not forgive you? Yeah. And that's why for effort for me is so important. And that's what I'm seeing now in this new little situation I find myself in, my current expectation that I'm realizing that is very valid and it's good, a solid expectation for me, and I think it's reasonable for mm-hmm. me, me, myself, and I, is that I want my friends and I want family that if I'm really excited about something, mm-hmm. really, really excited, and I bring it up multiple times, mm-hmm. and I'm like even like going out of my way to show you how excited I am, that you show interest, mm-hmm. that you actually ask questions that you try to figure out like this and that because as a friend that does this all the time right there's an expectation right there that no one asked me Mm -hmm. but as a friend that tries to meet my friends to their excitement level for certain chapters in their life I need that I need that it could be a new job that I'm really excited about, a new city, something really fucking cool, or even like a partner that mm-hmm. I'm just so like excited about because I don't normally like, at least I don't think that I do, but with my very close platonic friendships and, and family, I don't bring up like very significant people in my life or or things that I'm really excited about until I know. I usually kind of keep it under wraps. And so if I bring something to the table, it's like, oh, this bitch doesn't normally do this. Like, what's what's the hype about this new fucking book, yeah. right? And so oh, what's the hype about this new person she's talking about? Because yeah. she never talks about She never book. fucking talks about anything. She just fucking talks about Justice Cabaret. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And fucking, she sure does. <laughs> she sure does. And fucking what new music. So, yeah. you know, my I expect my friends' friends, close very friends and close family to pick up on the little quirks, you know, of our friendship because we're curating this friendship for so long. We're curating this relationship. Like, just pick up, pick up on it a little bit, you know, a little bit for me, which can be an, a realistic expectation. But now that I'm saying it, and now that if I've been led to disappointment, now I'm telling you I need effort from you. And so, yeah, I would ask, I would want you to ask me like, what's exciting about it. Yeah, and to some extent, the whole point of have—I mean, this is my my opinion—the whole point of having a friend is that 
they know you. That's what I'm like, saying. They, <laughs> like they try to get to know you. Now, there's different levels of friends, and this is different. Right now, what we're talking and what I'm talking about to clear is very close platonic friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, very, like, you know, like, Jay knows, like, certain, certain quirks about me that I can't expect my new work friend to know. Mm-hmm. It's just they're not. And it's fine if they don't. Who cares? I mean, it's funny. But for you not to pick up on something, <laughs> yeah. I'm disappointed, bitch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Most of our communication is nonverbal. No, bitch. It's like, <laughs> like glares. And so that's just a certain situation that I've been facing now that I've, I've had to break down and talk through to realize that it's a meaningful expectation for me. I'm going to continue to have it. And my way working through it is addressing it with X person or adjusting it with myself or adjusting my expectation. But, you know, for this specific expectation for me, it's I need effort from people that I hold close in my circle when I bring something new to the table for me. Yeah. And there's just something about your friends caring about things you care about. Like, like with like with you, like when I, you know, had my last relationship, I was so happy about it tell you about it all the time and the moment we broke up you were like yeah fuck that guy like you were you were Mm -hmm. you were excited and also meeting me at my level knowing where i was presenting it to you know and i think there's something good about having a friend that you can just tell all these things about or you can see them happy and say like i love seeing you happy yeah like that's great i love seeing you with this person who makes you glow Mm -hmm. like when someone says you're like you notice like glows? He's getting that by vitamin D. Yeah, no, I like that you point out that sometimes that's not sometimes, but with friends, you know, if that's the nature of your relationship and friendship, like, yeah, you need that support. You need you need you need them to be like meeting you where you're at. Mm-hmm. Essentially just meet me where I'm at. Yeah. Meet me where what I've done. Meet me. I'm not asking for flips and this and that. I'm asking just for meeting me of a two-way street. Yeah, I'm not saying text them i'm not saying you know befriend their mother on facebook no 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 no. and i'm not saying you know if i can get us a group chat together i'm just saying ask how they're doing yeah acknowledge that we're both in the room (laughs) for once please so that's like my that's the the expectation disappointment and how i i'm dealing with disappointments that i've had with expectations and like certain expectations lately which is a lack of effort so this lack of effort with like people in close in your life how are you dealing with that because that must be like really hard when you've had these long relationships kind of start to reveal themselves as maybe the weight isn't 50 50 yeah well you know um it's a crisis Yep, to my identity. Mary Chrysler. My <laughs> Christmas. It's very interesting having to deal with this dynamic now of, of a newfound feelings or emotions of how I'm reacting to this disappointment or disappointment in general and seeing how I'm going to handle it. Trying to really be realistic with myself and be realistic with the situation of like what is going to be worth bringing up and what's not going to be worth. Like what at this point is petty but what is, what is meaningful to you? And realizing, like, I'm not heartbroken, devastated, and, like, not salvageable. What I see is opportunity for growth. And what I see is opportunity for me to speak my truth and continue to fucking unblock this throat chakra. Yeah. And I haven't done so before with this specific situation because I haven't fully encountered it yet. Mm-hmm. Then now I'm being presented to, like, how are you going to handle it, Leslie? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you do want to talk about it. And how are you going to talk about it? 
to have an open dialogue about it. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 how I'm dealing with it. Is 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 knowing that like I've realized how meaningful this disappointment is. That's that's attached to my expectation, and I've realized that like the actions I'm going to take are opening up a dialogue. Yeah. To try to get POV from each side, from each party, mm-hmm. and see where we can meet halfway, and then depending on that, coming up with a conclusion of like, oh okay. Um, yeah. I need to change the energy mm-hmm. and still like respect it for what it is, but know that I'm not going to get that. And yeah. I need, if, am I going to be okay with it? And that's probably going to be another episode. Like <laughs> another fucking episode is like, am I going to be okay with it? Yeah. And then going from there. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my, my current like situation with, with expectations and disappointment. Do you have one you want to share? No. Okay. I thought so. Next. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, <laughs> Because with the whole, like, friends not meeting my expectations, before I used to throw a hissy fit. I used to, you know, get mad and whatever, stop talking to them, and then later rekindle, whatever. But I've just learned that, I don't know who says this quote, but... My Angelou. Is my Angelou, you're right. (laughs) Why am I always quoting Maya Angelou, dude? But when people show you who they are the first time, believe them. There's There's also the quote that, like, you know, a tiger never changes stripes. Because it has stripes, bitch. So <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. And these are like things you need to clue in on these people. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have a friend who I'm very close to and stuff, but like we don't talk like we talk. Mm-hmm. Like we'll kiki, you know, do our thing whenever we see each other or randomly call each other, whatever, catch up, talk about life, whatever. But I don't invest the same time because I've already seen the way that they act before that I'm like, I, I don't think I'll be able to get what I need from this person. Mm. and But I don't have any friends that are my 100, like, divulge every single aspect of my life to this person. Like, mm-hmm. everybody knows something different about me. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were to get all my close friends together, they would all tell you things that maybe they mm-hmm. don't know about each other. Because there's certain things that I tell other people because we have that relationship like fucking like bowel movements or whatever mm-hmm. like i'm sure jose would know more about my bowel movements i'm than you do. sure and i'm okay with that i'm totally okay <laughs> with that well, yeah he would know if i'm actually sick or not <laughs> um but no but that's what i mean is that like i i've just learned that people show you who they are and if they don't make an effort just i don't and mm-hmm. like with you i've seen an effort so i've made the effort mm-hmm. but with some people like if i t- try to tell them my feelings and they don't remember when we talked about it before, I'm like, maybe next time I'll just tell them like the synopsis of it. I'll mm-hmm. just be like, yeah, I met this guy and he was really cool, but we broke up. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like this whole like, oh, girl, let me tell you how we met. Let me tell you how we, cause they don't care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like self persevering yourself and like mm-hmm. protecting mm-hmm. yourself, which I think is important to do that. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing that I've had to come to terms with is I think my relationship with my mom, because your parents do things to you when you're, when you're younger, that they might not register as, like, harmful. Yeah. Or, although all of a sudden have amnesia, <laughs> that anything ever happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll go on a 20-minute rampage on how they kept you alive for 20 years. But I've learned that some of the things my mom has said that has hurt me or certain words or actions that she's done, I know that I will never get, like, a full, like... I am sorry for that one time in January where I did this to you. I'm sorry for that one day and blah, 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 blah. I did this to you. Uh-huh. I've gotten to the point where now my mom 
can say I'm sorry for things that have happened in the past. Like as a general, like let's just move forward. Mm-hmm. Like let's stop sitting on it. Let's let me just apologize to you because that's what you need to hear. But let's move on. But she doesn't really understand why every reason is specific to why it hurts me. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like there's this like one resentment that I have towards my mom, which. I was the lead in the musical. I was, you know, I was a little, a little Charlie Brown. <laughs> and I asked my mom to go because she's never seen me perform. And the one day she said she would go, she shows up, her and her work friends went out to go get drinks. So she comes home drunk and then late and then she doesn't have time to go to my show. Mm. And I'm like upset and like her friends are like, Nico, no te enojes. She was just trying to have fun. I was like, that's not like the point. I don't give a shit. If she drinks or has fun with you guys, it's that she promised today on the last day of my performance that she would go see me. And she didn't. And, like, that just really sucks that, like, my own mom couldn't see me in my, like, where my passion, like, my natural habitat. Like, Mm -hmm. that's, like, what really hurts. But I I need to get over it. Mm. And I know she'll never, I'll never be able to, like, talk to her and for her to understand that, like, I was fucked up. But also, I shouldn't be holding it against her because, I mean, she didn't she didn't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But whatever situation happened there, like, I can't keep rehashing the same thing that is just unnecessary. Especially if she's tried in her own way. She's, I see that she's trying. It's just not exactly what I need. Mm-hmm. But it's what she can offer. Mm-hmm. So it's more being like, a bit, she says she's sorry and she said she's, she's here for you. And now at this time, she's different and presenting herself in this way. So just accept that and accept that your expectation of of being apologized to for specific events or specific things is never going to happen. And that's okay. Yeah. Because that's your mom. You know, but it's different with friends because you do have the power to not be there anymore. Yeah. With parents, you're kind of stuck. Even siblings, you can kind of detach a little bit. But with parents... Parents are a whole other animal. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's just how you're dealing with the disappointment, that yeah. you're seeing her effort in what she can offer, and so you can't fully be totally disappointed because it's like she's trying to make up for it in her own way. Yeah. Okay. But I will say that just recently on my last trip on for Christmas when I saw her was when like I actually got that apology. So I've been talking to her about this forever, uh-huh. but I, just at this point where she saw me like, completely like just broken down because i had a very emotional trip home but like it was just it was her just being like i see that a lot of these things have been bothering you let's like move forward because i just still get mad at my mom about little things and it's because i hold so much resentment for all of those other things that anything she does like not remembering what i just told her five minutes ago makes me go crazy because I'm just like, how can you forget what I just told you? Yeah, she's a senior. But she's also a senior. She's a senior citizen. So you know what I mean? But like that logic doesn't yeah. doesn't compute. Yeah. You know? But if like I have another friend or, you know, our neighbor who's also whatever, if she forgets something about me, I'm not too not whatever. Pre- not pressed about it. True. But yeah. also like this is my mom. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's I mean? that the, the vibes different. Yeah, yeah. I think it's cool that like you don't have expectations. Then I mean, I do. I, I mean, mean, we just had our conversation about my expectation, but right. I I see you obviously having your fifty different FaceTimes every day. You know, your multiple letters from your friends, your everything. <laughs> like, of course, to some extent, I kind of like get like kind of like damn. Like maybe if I cared more, I would 
also have friends like that. But because I don't, I don't invest like that in everybody that I meet. And mildly what Matthew said when we talked to him about this situation about kind of not caring so much about everything because I've been disappointed so many times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's also part of it. But I do have expectations and I am confronted with that disappointment all the time. Even with you, like earlier we talked about that thing. I've never even addressed that with you. Yeah. I've subtly addressed it, but I've never outright addressed it. So I don't expect you to understand what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then how could you be like fully disappointed? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And your way of like, you know, addressing it, even with like me is saying like solution based. Yeah. You know, I think some people do the let go, let God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, just say, I've been disappointed so much that I, I just accept. Yeah, I think the biggest lesson I hope people take from this is that it's okay to have expectations. Just make them reasonable. Yeah. And hopefully by our example that we just gave, it also shows that you need to communicate your needs mm-hmm. or else your expectations will keep getting disappointed. Like Because even I said, one of my expectations was like people to pick up when that whole thing happened where like asking about my day, I also expected you to pick up. I feel like I still was trying to get you to like, like, can't you pick up that? Like, I'm trying to call you out on like, are you even listening, bitch? Mm-hmm. But like, that's still a remnant of my old expectation of hoping people get it by the things that I say or my tone of voice or the way that I act when mm-hmm. I should just really say it. Say it with your chest. I know you said you're going to try with with people, but let's say these these people just aren't picking it up. Just you try again and they just don't get it. Like, how are you going to deal with that? With this specific situation, I'm going to go about it solution-based. I'm going to address it. And if it's not received well or there's not effort, which once again I mentioned, like, that's what I need, then I'll have to take a real honest look at myself and say, how are you going to then adjust yourself because this expectation is important to you, but it's not going to happen. So how can you self-protect yourself? You know, I know like it's not, I'm not going to get it from here and I'll have to accept it. At that point, I'll have to just accept it. I'll accept it because it's like, what am I going to be sad about it? Yeah. I'm sure I'll be like, just kind of like, oh, you know, but it's just like, I have a solid foundation of, 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 of support that mm-hmm. I, that I can pull mm-hmm. that I'm like, it, it's going to be fine. Yeah. It's and we mentioned in our platonic episode about right. having these different friends for everything. And maybe one of your friends isn't going to be the one that will support you in the way that you need, but they're the friend that you have a good time with. That yeah, you joke, yeah, you kiki, yeah, yeah. you send memes, you send uh, uh, clips of whatever. Maybe that's your friendship. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, And like with your parents, maybe your parents aren't going to be your best friend where you tell all your secrets to or all of your things to. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Right. As long as you accept them for where they're meeting you and you, yeah, exactly what you said, self-preserve and not give too much when, who's giving it to you? Exactly. No, I think that's literally how I'll go about it is like, all right, I am going to just take some of my energy back and that's, that's okay. It's mm-hmm. fine. Like we're going to keep moving and we're going to keep doing this. It's just for me, whether they notice or not, it's going to be different. And that's just how that's, that's how that cookie's going to crumble. Yeah. And it's not, you're not so much changing so that they notice that it's different. You're just doing it for yourself. No, it's for me. It's for me because it's like, I don't want to be disappointed and I don't want to have an unrealistic expectation of something that may not never happen. And that's that's, that's how I'm an adult. And that's a wrap. That's a fucking wrap. Bye guys. Bye guys.